0: Welcome to The Exemplar, a podcast dedicated to exploring the thoughts, stories, and events that define our lives. From everyday moments to life-changing experiences, we all have a story to tell. So join us as we explore what it means to learn, grow, and change. For my first official show, I knew that I needed to meet with somebody that I was comfortable with. Danny Beyer is my first guest, and he's been a friend for a really long time. He is an author, a speaker, a financial advisor, an elected official, a family man, a father. His knowledge spans so far. He can talk about anything. And so I knew that it was going to be interesting. But when we sat down, I had no idea what we were going to talk about, and he had no idea what I was going to ask him. I thought about prepping him. For this, I thought about sending him some questions ahead of time. And then I said, you know what? I want this to just be 100% from the hip. I want to shoot from the hip and see where this conversation goes. And so the theme of this podcast is to ask the guest about an important moment in their lives, something that happened to them that changed their view of the world. It's a pretty simple question, but as you'll see in this podcast, it can go in so many different directions. And so Danny told a story about mentorship. And I think there's so much good information in here that it covers a wide variety of topics under the umbrella of mentorship. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And thanks for tuning in. A good friend of mine, uh, known him for quite a long time. Uh, he knew past Zach, um, who's not as cool as current Zach. Uh, but this is our first official show. And I knew that for our first official show, I would want to have Danny Byer here because jokingly, um, I kind of like the guy.
1: Oh, <laughs> it's, it's officially recorded now for all of it's a, the time. It's
0: out there. It's out there. But all joking aside, Danny is a good friend of mine, um, a great individual to know, uh, somebody that I've often leaned on for professional advice and regular good old friendship advice. Uh, I've known him for quite a long time. I'm going to let Danny introduce himself and talk a little bit about who he is and what he does, but after that, we're going to jump into the theme of this podcast, which is stories that have impacted your life situations that may have changed your viewpoint on the world. And uh, it could be one moment, it could be multiple moments, but a situation that redefined your perception of the world and was a springboard to you changing. So before we jump into that, Danny, tell me about yourself.
1: Hey, Zach, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for the opportunity. honored to be the first guest on your podcast. I, I, I'm assuming like most of what you do in life, it's going to be wildly successful. So hopefully in a couple more podcasts, when you get some better guests on, they will <laughs> they will fall back to this one and, and listen here. So uh, I'm I'm Danny Beyer. Uh, I'm a lead advisor, wealth management over at Iron Horse Wealth Management in Johnston. Uh, but more importantly, married to Casey, I've got two awesome daughters, Isabella and Tabitha, um, who are way more empathetic and better people than I think either of us will ever be. <laughs> so props to them. Um, but yeah, super excited to to chat with you today. Go over one of those specific life-changing moments that maybe you're looking for, maybe you're not looking for, but... Well, I feel like you're to...
0: selling yourself short, though. You are a public speaker and yeah. you're an author.
1: yeah. We'll get we'll get in your that.
0: socialite.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about socialite, but <laughs> I am a I'm an elected official, which I don't know as, as well a, as a Is positive that a or, a, or a negative right now in today's. You're a local, <laughs> yeah, local elected official. Local elected official, but um, no, thank you, thank you for for having me today. Um, before I jump into kind of what we had chatted about earlier, um, I'm I'm curious: have you ever had a mentor yourself, or have you ever tried to find a mentor?
0: <sighs> Unfortunately, um, I don't know if I've had a ton of prolific mentors in my life. I've certainly had people who have impacted me, and I feel like that's cocky to say that because I, I definitely think there are people in my life who've, who have changed my view of the world. So maybe indirectly yeah. I've had, a, had yep. a mentor out there. But even, nothing, even you from time to time, Danny. Aww. I'm sure you've been a mentor for me.
1: But nothing formal, nothing in writing.
0: No, I've never like take, taken a blood pack.
1: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And that's, I'm, I'm kind of the same way because back 2000, I think it was 12, 13, maybe even 14, something like that. um, Mentorship was a a big buzzword at that time. It kind of comes and goes, but people were talking about, oh yeah, if you're going to be successful, you need a mentor. And I just kind of looked at it as this kind of hippy dippy thing that I didn't actually need because let's face it, I knew everything at the time, right? Yeah. We've all been there. Um, and of course, <laughs> and so, um, why would, why would I need a mentor? Everything was going well in my life. I was having success professionally, personally, everything seemed to be fine. Um, and then out of nowhere, I was in the West Des Moines Leadership Academy and one of the presenters, a guy named Tony Postian, um, gave this great talk on leadership. And I reached out to him after that class and said, Hey, loved your, loved your talk. I'd like to get coffee and learn more about you. And so we sat down, we had coffee. Uh, we became friends to the point that we were hanging out. Um, he introduced me to a couple of his other buddies. We started having uh, coffee every Thursday morning, just as kind of a, a guys group to get together and and just talk about life, talk about what was going on in our worlds, um, and whether I knew it or not, and whether he knew it or not, through those interactions, he started to become a mentor for me. Now. Like you said, no blood pack, no, no formal. I never came to him and said, Tony, will you be my mentor? I never sat down across from him and we agreed on a mentoring schedule, anything like that. It was just through the relationship, the friendship that we were forming.
0: So what was it about that relationship that created a strong impact?
1: The biggest thing that I can say, and again, to your point about maybe not having a formal mentorship or, or asking the question, but he was able to see things in me repeatedly that I did not see in myself. And I -hmm. think that's really the key to a true mentor mentee relationship. Someone that will look at you and can see you in the future as a better human than you are right now.
0: So would he bring up different aspects about you that, Mm -hmm. that he thought, you know, had potential or, or he fostered an environment that helped you grow.
1: Yeah. And that's, and it, even to this day, it continues to happen. Um, Tony was the one who I went to when I said, Hey, I I think I want to start speaking about networking and relationship development. And, um, he sat down with me and pulled a lot of ideas out of my head and and kind of gave me thoughts and gave me ideas on, on how to market this and how to put this together and really helped me launch. As you said, the, the speaking career that I've been able to maintain now for the last five years, um, Again, he gave of time, and it wasn't so much that I was asking him to mentor me through it. It's just the kind of person he is and, and what he likes to do. When I decided that I wanted to write the book, The Ties, The Bind, Networking with Style, um, I went to him because he had written a book before. And again, didn't say, Tony, will you mentor me through this? Can you coach me through this? I just said, hey, I want to write a book. And he's like, that's a great idea. Here's how you do it and walked me through the process, walked me through the discipline, the, the timeline, what I needed to do in order to actually get the stuff that was garbled in my head down on paper in a coherent fashion that that people could read and, and hopefully like and learn from. The, the biggest one, though, just kind of came out of the blue, uh, because after the, the book had been published, I um, realized through my, my sales career that I was good at sales, I was good at relationships, but I needed to know more about business if I wanted to continue to grow professionally as well as personally. And I'm not afraid to admit that I was a cocky college student. (laughs) Uh, And when I was- uh, You were American. Right, exactly. (laughs) When I was 18, 19, 20, I didn't need to take business classes because I was gonna learn it all in the real world. I didn't need professors telling me um, about accounting or economics or statistics Fast forward more than 10 years and I still didn't know what a PNL was or what a balance sheet was or the basics of economics. And uh, one morning over coffee, I just slightly mentioned that I was thinking about getting an MBA and he looked at me right away and he goes, you need to get an MBA. And I, Man. yeah, and no hesitation, I, no hesitation, no, no blinking, no, just you need to do it. And so I went home and started researching and I had basically decided that I was going to do an online MBA, that that was going to be the best route for me personally with time, um, with resources. And I came back the next week and I said, okay, this is where I'm going to apply. And again, no hesitation. No, you're not going to do it online. Well, Tony, I need to do it online. I'm, I'm busy. And he goes, yeah, you're going to suck it up and you're going to do it in person.
0: Wow. Yeah. So he pushed you pretty hard, pretty
1: hard. Um, and I said, why? And he goes, well, here's the thing, Danny, if you want a piece of paper that says you have a master's in business administration, sure. Go online. If you want to learn something, if you want to develop yourself as a person, and if you want to actually um, have the skills that an MBA requires, you need to do it in person. And so I totally changed my, totally changed my mindset my outlook at that point. I ended up going through Iowa state's MBA program and I, I thanked him just last week again for pushing me to go in person versus online um, because of the experience. He was right. Um, I could have done it all online. I would have been frustrated. I would have gotten the piece of paper, but I wouldn't have gotten the education that I got through the other students, through the professor interaction and the relationships, the friendships. I still hang out with one of my professors on a pretty regular basis. Um, and so I thank him for, again, seeing that and, and not being afraid to push me or, or give me that advice, even though I may not have been looking for it in the moment.
0: So it sounds like there, this was a few different experiences, but from one individual who has continually impacted you over time and looking back at the person you were before you met this individual and looking at the person you are now, what would you say to your previous self?
1: Well, that's a good question. Um, I think the biggest thing I would say is buckle up and hang on (laughs) (laughs) because (laughs) the, uh, I still look back at it, Zach, those, those years of performance of being able to raise a family of writing a book of working full time of running for city council um, of getting my MBA And I look at it today and go, how did you do that? Like all those things in front of you. I know you've been there too with your service on city council, building a brokerage. Like I just look back and and I can't fathom doing it all again, but somehow in the moment, in the time, you find the time, you find the energy, you find the drive. And it made me, it's made me a better person, um, both in not only education and development, but, I think in patience yeah. and just in worldview and perspective as well.
0: So do you believe in mentors now?
1: Oh yeah, 100%. But <laughs> here's the thing. I believe in organic mentorship. Yeah, I've had a handful of people throughout the years meet me for coffee. Um, maybe after reading the book or hearing me speak somewhere and have said, Hey, will you be my mentor? Mm-hmm. I have not turned any of them down, but I've told them all, Hey, this is on you though, because I, yeah, it's you, not
0: your responsibility yep. to to make them follow this regimen,
1: or right, yeah, right. And it's been it's been kind of disheartening to see so many people. They want the experience. They want to do the things that they see you, me, other, what you could quote successful people doing. Um, but they have to be willing to put in the time and the energy. I think the greatest thing about the the relationship with Tony is the fact that we never had to have the discussion. Mm-hmm. We just kind of clicked and worked together um, and continue to, to this day. Um, yeah. I, I mentor him occasionally on social media stuff. Um, we have pretty deep political discussions, uh, but it, it's really finding that true connection and relationship versus trying to force something that could or could not work um, depending on your level of discipline and your actual desire to make it work.
0: Yeah, I think I think that makes sense. I mean, I, I think <clears throat> that helps my perception of what it is to be a mentor or having a mentor because I think you're right when you said in the beginning I, it, it gets tossed around or at least it did get tossed around as like this kind of... Uh, I'm not for the lack of a better word. I, I think it's it gets tossed around as this thing that you should have in order to transcend the business world. Like you need a mentor, right? Go get a mentor. And it's like that. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's more of just like tossing that question out in general. Like, what does that mean to you? Because a mentor can mean something different to every, right. every person. But I think it, it's become so played out. That we lose the impact of what it actually means to have a mentor. Right. You know, actually means to have somebody who may know you better than you know yourself. Exactly. And can see something in you that you don't see in yourself. Because mm-hmm. it's hard to be an island out there. Right. I mean, that's certainly something that I've struggled with is looking at a task or, or, or an accomplishment and saying, you know, I want that. How do I get get to that? Right. And then having to convince yourself every single day that you want that until you get to it or don't get to it. Sometimes it doesn't happen. Right. So you get stuck. And so having somebody on the outside saying, you know, being your cheerleader, saying you can do it. You know, you, you know, you know the process more than you think you do. And you have the tools that it takes to get there. But I identify with what you're saying, not to get on a tangent, but I identify with, with what you're saying about people who come to you and want to be your, let's just call them an apprentice. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Wanting to be your apprentice or, or mentee, but not having the drive to actually do what it takes Yeah, to become a different person. Because I, I always tell people in the real estate world when they meet with me and they want to become a realtor and, and they ask, you know, what does it take? Like, what are, what are the things that I need to do? And I always tell them, and this is the hardest thing to tell people, is I can't teach you the thing that you need in order to succeed in this business. You need to have the drive to want to do
1: it. Yeah.
0: That cannot be taught. That is something that just has to be learned. And you're not always born with it. Right, right. Sometimes it's a lot of hard lessons yep. before you get to that point where you realize like, oh man, I'm the only one who's going to get me up in the morning. Right.
1: <laughs> and yeah, the getting that no sucks, but hopefully that's that's a, a no that's gotten me closer to the next yes.
0: So bringing it back to a mentor and, and the way that has changed your life is uh, how do you how do you see that role now? And I'm guessing you become a mentor for some other individuals. How do you, on the flip side, how do you interact with these people?
1: Well, I think what it really comes down to and the reason that I don't encourage that that upfront mentor conversation right away is in order to have a true mentorship relationship, it really requires a level of trust that you can't get with one meeting. It requires a, a level of familiarity that I personally think takes a lot longer than most people are willing to wait. Um, yeah, you, you can go to a high-ranking business executive in your organization and say, I want you to mentor me, and they're going to say, okay, if you want to get a promotion in a year, here's A, B, and C that you need to get done in the course of the next 12 months in order to get that promotion. But that's not actually a life-changing event. It, I I take it back. It could be a life-changing event, but in this scenario, it's most likely just that next step up the ladder. Um, when I think of life-changing, when I think of what your question originally about kind of leveling up as a human, it, it takes a much longer time frame as well as vulnerability that a lot of people are not willing to give if you're first meeting someone. Yeah.
0: Cause there's probably, there's probably some give and take there. You have to, as somebody who's asking or not asking or indirectly asking to be a a mentee, you have to be able to open up, right? Like actually open up, Mm -hmm. get past a lot of the things that we put in front of ourselves so we don't we aren't vulnerable right in front of people.
1: Exactly. And so I don't know that I actively have any formal, as we've talked about uh, mentee relationships happening right now. I've got I would say really close friends um, that get together, we get together at a, on a pretty regular basis. Um, you know so my small business owner friends get text, get messages, hey, I need you right now. I'm thinking of doing this. And pre-COVID, you know, we'd, we'd go to a restaurant and and drink and have a really long conversation. Now it Those seems, were the days. Yeah. Now it seems we're doing doing a lot more Zooms or a lot more phone calls or um, while the weather's still great, backyard fires and, and just kind of talking through things. But uh, it really is that, that trusted advisor more than anything else. And so what I would say to, to someone possibly listening to this podcast and thinking, okay, yeah, I do want to have that relationship with someone. You probably already have it. Mm. You're probably already experiencing it. You just haven't labeled it mentor yet. And it's okay not to label it as a mentorship. It's okay to just say, hey, this is a friend that I bounce ideas off of. Yeah. Um, I've got another buddy that, you know, we may talk once a year but he's kind of my, my life decision guy. Um, if I'm thinking about making a very big life decision, I call him and he knows it's it. me, right? Yeah. Every time. <laughs> and, but, but he, he knows I'm the city council guy. Right, right. Yeah. When, when I'm having heartburn <laughs> on city council, you get a phone call. Uh, but he knows if I'm calling that it's for a really good reason and he will clear his calendar and he will make time and we will get together and, and talk through what's going on. Um, and I, cherish that relationship. um, because it's one of the, the most unbiased, um, just open eyed conversations that I can have with someone. Um, there's no baggage there. It's simply, what are you thinking of doing? You know, why, what are the facts? What are the emotions? Okay. This is what you should do if this is what I think. I think that's,
0: I think another dynamic to this too, and this, you know, this may be a conversation for another day, but the, the relationship of having, you know, a male mentor versus a female mentor and, Mm -hmm. you know, men helping each other, because I don't necessarily think we're always raised to communicate with each other men. Right. And we're not, you know, there's the father son dynamic but the father-son dynamic is a lot different than probably the mentor dynamic.
1: 100%.
0: And, you know, being able to, once again, be vulnerable, but being able to express yourself to another man and, you know, get good feedback. Because I I think we, we and without being too generalized, I think guys do a really bad job at asking for help.
1: That's, I think, I, I don't think you even overgeneralized. I think that's like psych, psychologically proven.
0: I think, and maybe I'm just like, I'm doing my own self-diagnosis right now. Um, I know that, and, and instead of generalizing, I'll talk about myself. I know that I have a problem, and this is probably always, and this may be your problem with having a mentor. I've always had this problem with just saying, I can do it myself. Yep. And I want to be able to look back and say, it was me 100%. Right, You know, there wasn't somebody else. Right, But if you look at what had actually happened in your life, when I look back at every achievement that I would consider great in my world, there was always somebody yep. out there who was telling me to do it or, you know, supporting me through it or giving me the pathway to do it. There was always somebody there who said, you know, you can do it.
1: Yep. And that's one of the... I joke when when someone does a opening bio for me when I'm giving a speaking gig they you know I don't know that if you've ever had to write a bio I'm sure you have because you've been introduced so they're always terrible yeah you you have to put this thing down on paper Danny Buyer won this award did this thing um, published author blah 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 and I get up every time after the bio has been read I thank the person generously because I, I do enjoy the time and the, the opportunities But I always say, you know, I really don't like bios because they put me in this microcosm of I did all of this stuff on my own. Yeah. And we don't. Yeah. You know, bow tie ball that we had run for four years and raise $100,000 for variety. We had so much help. But you and I get the credit for it. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And you start to appear untouchable. Yeah. And I think that's a weird thing. Like in the Midwest... For those who don't live in the Midwest, in the Midwest, it's very much about being able to get connect with anyone. Yeah, I think that's the secret sauce that we have here is being able to just call somebody up, doesn't matter if they're CEO or you know the president of an international company or any of these individuals, and you can connect to them. And there's this weird thing that I've always felt, and I'm sure you probably have as well, is not trying to be so untouchable that people can't like come up and have a conversation with you right and like really try to gain something from you because i have some people who who will come up to me and they'll just be like oh you've done all these things and you know you're so accomplished and it's like i don't really feel right (laughs) right i don't feel any different than what i felt like when i was working back in the running room (laughs) right
1: (laughs) when we first met yeah exactly and that's i i truly believe that like I would not be where I am today without the help of hundreds, if not thousands of other individuals who were willing to go along on this crazy ride with me. Yeah. Um, Whether I asked them for help or whether they volunteered it or like in the case of Tony saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. Um, But that's why I've been what I would consider why I am now to the point where I'm not afraid to talk about mentorship and I'm not afraid to, to acknowledge the fact that, you know, Tony may not be a lifetime mentor for me. We are, there may be a stage where he decides that he doesn't want to help on these things anymore. Something else changes in our lives. He moves, I move, you, you never know. Um, but I will likely until I take my last breath, have some sort of mentor, maybe formal, maybe not, most likely not. Um, Because it's just, if you reframe it away from this formal relationship meant to move you professionally forward to a trusting relationship with someone who can help guide you, we probably already all have mentors. We just don't call them mentors. We call them friends. We call them business partners. Um, Maybe we call them spouses. (laughs) Who knows? I mean,
0: you get to see them all the time.
1: Right. Especially (laughs) right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: You should just start calling your wife your mentor. <laughs>
1: I, don't, I don't think she would approve of that. <laughs> Casey, if you're listening, I love you.
0: <laughs> well, I think I think that's a that's a great way to sum it up. And um, it reframes it for me, certainly. And when I think about it like that, I can definitely pinpoint people mm-hmm. who have had a very positive impact in my life and continue to do so. Um, and weirdly enough, come out of the the woodwork when you need them the most. Right. So we probably shouldn't be so bullheaded. <laughs> That's
1: fair. That's fair.
0: <laughs> and pretend like we're out uh, on an island by ourselves. Exactly. So, what would you like to say to everyone? One last nugget of uh, of truth.
1: Of truth out there. Um, keep listening to Zach's show because <laughs> if I know a, if I know the guy, he's gonna have some pretty awesome guests moving forward. But um, don't get caught up in in the formality. and instead realize that people really do truly want to help other people be successful Um, the easiest way to do that is to let other people know how they can help you and you might be shocked at at how many real mentors you actually have
0: I think that's a great way to end it Danny, thank you Thanks. thank you for being on my first official podcast
1: honored, as always
0: (laughs) I'm sure we'll have you back on again Thanks for listening to The Exemplum, a show dedicated to the people, experiences, and lives and those moments that define us. To check out more about the show, go to theexemplum.com. On there, you can check out more episodes and read a little bit more about the show. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you later.